1: So it's come to this.
0: (laughs) It has. Here we are. It has. We're back. We're back. We never miss a beat. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. We're a movie podcast. This is. And we've been in a real horror mood lately. Uh, Tis the season. We are often in a horror
1: mood. Uh, Yeah, that's a default mood for me. Yeah. Kind of just like the standard wake up mood.
0: But we've been jumping around a lot. We've been dabbling in crime. We've been we've been going other directions. Crime, crime movies. Crime, crime. movies. We're criming. We're, we're a lot of crime and going watching on. Watching crimes. Yeah, watching a lot of crimes. On but film. Uh, once October hit, uh, we we started really diving back into that horror. And this is <laughs> this is kind of one that has never been on my radar before the past year hmm. for me. Uh, we're talking cut in class. Cutting a, class. A movie that. Is a special treat for you, the listener, because it's the kind of opportunity to let me feel how I actually uh, feel
1: about this movie. Yeah, you're going to be getting kind of the uh, working it out.
0: I don't really know if I like it or dislike it. And so we're kind of going to present the evidence. I I, Usually we figure it out by the end if we come in on the fence. Right. Usually we'll, we'll,
1: we... we'll let you know if it's hot or not by the end of this episode. <laughs> well, we've,
0: this has happened like a couple times where we <laughs> kind of work out our feelings about a movie and sometimes it lands in the, the positives and other times uh, in well, the negatives.
1: This to me is the ultimate example of a movie that has so much more potential than what actually gets yeah, put it's... on screen <sighs> and it wants to be a few different things and none of them really gel. And I like a lot of the parts of the movie, mm-hmm. but then I dislike a lot of parts of the yeah. movie. So I had never heard of this
0: until one of my beloved Blu-ray release companies, Vinegar Syndrome, which we watch a fair amount of their output. There's a lot of uh, VS, a in lot of your VS collection. in my collection, and this was a new release. And you know, obviously, it's pretty cult, legendary picture for having young Brad Pitt. A young Bradley Pitt. With, like, still has the kind of pockmark skin, hadn't got that
1: microderm abrasion. Yeah, this is what, Brad 1989? 89. So, yeah, he's a, pretty he's young. Still but basically a teenager. Right
0: on the cusp of big breakout, Brad Pitt. And also has our horror goddess, Jill Sholin. Jill Sholin. Which is the, I think that was what drew us to the movie. That that's that. She's that a definitely draw. put
1: it on my radar. Both of those. <laughs> she's we, a she's a so it's come to this legend already. Well, so is Brad. I was just thinking we've done <laughs> yeah, actually we add Astra is, and uh, one spot time yeah. are huge. This huh? is our third uh, podcast with a movie with Brad Pitt and our third movie with Jill Sholin because we did When a Stranger Calls Back in oh, Popcorn. Two already great. Ones. So two of these my are favorite two show episodes. legends. That's why you got to watch. And
0: them. they were engaged for a while.
1: Whoa. Yeah. What? Both. Yeah,
0: she was engaged to Brad Pitt around Eww. right around this time. There you go. So there you go. Chill. So Show Legends and Life Legends. Oh. So big thing in this movie's favor. One so Vinegar Syndrome, I love their product. That I love what they're doing. I love that companies like this have used Blu-ray as a means to release just the deepest straight to video and cult. They find the stuff, this stuff uh, maybe is cheap to uh Cheap. The but, but, for, but with or? demands, you know? I mean, well, yeah. people have beloved memories about these movies, and this movie has a big cult following, not just because of its
1: stars and stuff like Martin Mole and Oh man. There's a, there's a supporting cast. Martin Mole, Roddy McDowell. Yeah. And another So It's Come to This Podcast legend, Dirk Blocker. Oh wow. As the coach. Dirk
0: Blocker as a as yeah, a high school it it's a kind of more Angrier Dirk Blocker role.
1: He's a sullen. He's usually more Dirk of a a, one. a lug. Yeah, this one a he's, he's a bit of an antagonist.
0: He's a he's a he looks exactly like Dirk Blocker, but it's kinda like it's kinda like when your dad's like overall a nice guy, but when you know dad's mad. When you <laughs> yeah. messed up and dad got really this mad. Dad mad. This is like dad mad Kirk Dirk Blocker, <laughs> the whole movie. It's a tongue twister. Yeah. Uh so this is like a big cast and I was so excited about this one just because it has that kind of cult rep and all these cool stars. And all the stuff I've ever heard about is it's like a comedy. Like I've always thought it was this horror slasher, not like an outright parody. Right. You know, not something silly and fun like Wacko, but like more with the kind of wry humor of Scream,
1: you know? Or uh, something like from the 80s Terror Vision. That was kind of like a send-up of... And it was it, very Terror vision's great. Everything I've heard about cutting class before watching it recently was yeah, it was kind of the mock high school slasher, mm-hmm. uh irreverent, <laughs> yeah. licensed no. to drive, two Cory's kind of atmosphere. Even, and it's a slasher with a young Brad Pitt. I've even seen it called Not Reverent. Whoa. Yeah. Unreverent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and so that's that's how I went into this. Yeah. I, I was and Ooh, I was sold a that. bill of goods. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man, I love that one. So funny. That kind. Of, that's right. very common when you hear people talking about this movie. Must have missed it.
1: <laughs> I must
0: have missed the jokes throughout the whole movie. It was such a different tone than I went in expecting. And that can mess up my thoughts on a movie quicker than anything. Mm-hmm. If I'm expecting a certain thing, it gives me something way different and then i you know i went in with a little bit of preconceived uh it's like it's not being fair to the movie necessarily maybe i'm judging it too harshly for that or maybe it's just not good i don't know yet
1: it's hard to say because yeah there's there's this m- desire to to kind of enjoy this movie yeah going in knowing that it's got people we like in it knowing do... knowing that it's this kind of high school slasher thing that we love with scream Which... and stuff and yeah it's, it's like oh man i can't wait to enjoy this movie that i'd never saw for some reason yeah and then you watch it and you go i kind of get why maybe this one didn't get picked up (laughs) why this is just now coming out to blu-ray yeah exactly what how how vinegar syndrome got their hands on this one (laughs) i kind of see that now so because it just kind of falls flat in a lot of ways as far as especially trying to be humorous like it's just the timing isn't right Mm-mm. There's The
0: punchlines aren't good. There's
1: no there's no real punchlines until...
0: It's like the equivalent of like a knock-knock, you're dead. And like, <laughs> yeah, okay. There's well, a lot of like supposed to be cool lines that really just like, yeah, just skid
1: out. It's kind of like a very uncomfortable humor. Yeah, well, there's... Like the awkward, like not quite like curb your enthusiasm, but like an awkward sexual humor like fast times. yeah. But fast times are rich, one high. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> just in case, yeah. I just know these movies so casually. <laughs> yeah. uh, On a
0: first two word basis. Right.
1: But basically, the running joke in this movie is <sighs> that Jill Sholin is getting felt up, looked uh, up her skirt, otherwise molested, or otherwise sexually harassed or stared at in some way. By every single male in the every movie, every male in every authority except your boyfriend in the movie. Ba- Brad Pitt, who has a drinking problem.
0: This movie, <laughs>
1: also, there's a killer on the loose. <laughs> it plays. It is not really. A, I mean, there was nothing we really
0: laughed at, and left. It was one of those like, oh gosh, this is the eighth time somebody's watched Jill Sholin bend over, <laughs> which, and then it's just like you know this. Then what, it was funny. Yeah, what, <laughs> a movie where it's like. Hey, Jill. Sh- Jill Shulin's gonna bend over a lot and wear like cute T-shirt and underwear, and like be the the cool Jill Schoelen horror chick you like. But it's like, but then a bunch of fifty-five-year-old men are gonna be checking her out, and you're gonna be watching them check yeah. her out. It's like, well, you you've
1: ruined all of it. We've got Roddy McDowell, yeah, classic Hollywood icon, <laughs> who's now in his in the in the eighties, kind of doing silly like the guy just a did. A Fright night. Fright night is legendary. Legendary. Roddy McDowell. Right? What he's going to do <laughs> is stand behind a coat rack and ogle Jill Shullin while she tries yeah, on a lot cheerleader peeping. outfit. A lot of a lot guys of just like
0: peeping. And for a movie that has it has one funny, dumb scene of nudity, Jill Shullin does not get naked. No. It just teases that she might throughout in increasingly uncomfortable scenes of her being either undressed in someone while they like Touch her in ways that are just not like, you get, you get, like correct. The, you
1: get like the back shot of her topless. Yes. But she she covers up with But the a hands.
0: lot of like short skirt bend over, yep. camera shot. Whoop. A lot of that But yeah And then Roddy McDowell Being like Looking down Yeah these weird Like slide whistle reactions Mm -hmm. While horny dudes
1: Just like Check her out Bending over But they don't Put the slide whistle Into the (laughs) movie. Slide whistle It would have been funny If there was an actual Slide whistle effect Happening During these sins (laughs) It's just like Older and older teachers With bigger and bigger
0: eyebrows All craning their necks Deeper and deeper Just to check It's so
1: weird Comedy baby
0: it's and the soundtrack's kind of like a cool horror score, and so the movie keeps tricking you into thinking that it's way more of a horror tone. And every time it does something weird like that, it just came. What what is the what are we watching?
1: Yeah, exactly. Because
0: some of the horror stuff in the intense scenes, I think, could be really good.
1: Well, and then the main character is actually this really sullen, scary kid who. Yeah who the the whole plot is this... He's uh, like a school shooter. This kid... Yeah, Donovan Leach is like a total (laughs) Columbine weirdo Yeah, who, when he was a young kid, uh, the plot tells us he killed his dad, goes away to psychiatric institution, comes back... And he's all just messed up. Yeah. And so he's obviously the the suspect of the killer. But he is just a big, like, peeping Tom stalker, following Jill Scholling around, buying her a hot dog when she did not ask him to buy her a hot dog. Yeah, there's like a chili dog flirting scene. Back it up, leech. (laughs) You're too close. And Brad Pitt being the boyfriend named Dwight, the coolest Dwight I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, He's really saving rightfully. Choice. You know, it's like they used to be friends. And so there's this whole like conflict between these old, these two old well, friends who now don't know each other, but they have a secret together. A, a lot of the attempts at it's just drama, so on. I thought were actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, for what
0: the, for what the, better other than the attempts the at were, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because some of the best parts played like an actually pretty, like a more R rated uh, afternoon teen drama. Mm hmm. Like, and then with Brad Pitt's school problems started getting more and more overt, it felt more like a teen drama special
1: about alcoholism. Oh, yeah. Brad Pitt's this like teen athlete who's imploding. Yeah. In his high school senior <laughs> year, and he loses the scholarship because he's fighting on the basketball court and he starts drinking a lot. Yeah. And it's like, but it's not like the cool, like jock drinking and then having fun. He's like, Sad. Yeah, it's like,
0: well, there goes your scholarship. Yeah. It walked right out the door. He's
1: like, I'm getting a beer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like a struggle. Yeah. And so it's this, that's why it really felt like a, and Jill Shillin, what's, what's so great about her genre performances is she's really like kind of no nonsense. In The Stepfather, she's really like, she suspects something and she believes when, you know, she doesn't get led on goose chases her right. character never seems to make stupid choices. Seems like she specifically agrees to do things that a normal person would do. She doesn't look
1: stupid in any situation. She's very grounded in a reality in in a movie like this or mm-hmm. in a movie like When a Stranger Calls Back. Yeah, and like, so she she brings that. Yeah. Yeah, sure.
0: and so I thought the relationship between her and Brad Pitt in the movie and uh, you know who knows? I don't actually know if they were dating at the time of this, or this mm. was a this is when we met kind of thing. Right, right, I don't know when the engagement came into play, but it feels like an actual real high school couple, and their dialogue is probably some of the more stronger stuff in the movie, just because they take the acting very seriously. And it could be a really like we see nothing but high sc- like teen slasher movies, where it's like what teens are talking to each other. Uh-huh. like this you know we just watched uh madman and it's just like who are the everybody's always doing a bit and it's like who are these, <laughs> right.
1: who are these teens just the, locked in this cabin together teens they all are... in friday the 13th uh just all doing george burns <laughs> yeah. humphrey bogart impressions. Yeah, they're all doing
0: these weird like 1945 impressions <laughs> and it's like who are these teens and brad pitt seems like an actual like popular kid comes from like a good home but he's just struggling for whatever reasons he's good in this and jill sholin with him is they're not having stupid couple fights she's kind of like a grounding presence who doesn't give up on him
1: she's trying to get to college too and study and have her future happen and she's like seeing this her boyfriend just crumbling right now and he's Trying to drag her down with him a little bit, wants her to go out party yeah. with them and stuff. And, and you know, it's there's real actual like conflict
0: between them. It's a good story hilarious. element with uh, with Donovan Leach coming back and you know, he and Brad Pitt committed this accidental murder together yeah, and they cut the brake lines on, on Donovan car. Leach's car and Donovan Leach is the one that did the time for it. And Brad Pitt is now feeling this guilt and it's like falling apart at you know, a very critical time in a high school senior's life. And so you're getting all this actual pretty quality human drama, and then it keeps going in these weird interludes, no less weird than just an ongoing saga of Martin Mole dying in a (laughs) swamp,
1: apparently a mile outside of town. Somehow they, yeah, they make a running bit out of Martin Mole. Which is Jill Sholin's father. Yeah, he plays Jill Sholin's dad. And he's the guy
0: that also gets to do... for uh, like all at the beginning and end,
1: I don't want you cutting class. Cutting class. <laughs> Looks at the camera. Yeah, but he's yeah he's struggling to live out in the swamps. You've got. Uh, they, gets, they, then they try to add all these uh, really silly kills in between everything. Yeah, and yeah, man, it's just the tone is wild. just
0: it keeps being not what I expect and kind of keeps ruining its own
1: flow <laughs> yeah, a exactly. lot for me. And the kills are kind of... Some of the kills are good. I like well, one
0: of them's legendary.
1: Ooh, which, one, one, which one's got the status? The flagpole, I think, is a pretty... Oh, okay.
0: When I think of uh, what I first started hearing about this movie, I think that's the oh, okay. big... I, the did not, tram- I did not, the the did not hear that blocker, about it. The Dirk Blocker trampoline American flagpole death. Pro- I don't know. What would you say? Better than
1: the USA flag in... Um, Uncle Sam. Ooh, yeah, maybe because you get a lot of quality Dirk blocker on a trampoline.
0: But if it was just, not Dirk blocker,
1: jumping. oh, then no. Then I'll, I,
0: yeah. I think I'm still leaning Uncle Sam. But this is a lot of Dirk blocker wearing. Whoever did the costuming, the Dirk blocker has the yeah. look of a PE coach. Yeah, he's got the the perfect. Fat body, but sorta in shape, like the fat guy,
1: muscular calves, and well, it's like he's a round dude, but the clothes are f- tight fitting. Yeah, but they, it doesn't look like he's bulging out of them. Like they fit, but he's like this compact bullet. He's got just the jumping on a All time
0: PE teacher shorts. Yeah, exactly. Those like blue kind of nylon baseball pants material shorts that have the
1: snap over button. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Sansa belt button. Classic like red sweatshirt in the one scene. By the way, did you have a trampoline at your high school? Okay, yeah. They.
0: This is a pretty well stocked high school. This is a campus we got yeah. here on
1: this high school. This is pretty well stocked. This is like a four story high school. There's too. a whole auto shop. There's a whole machine shop. Yeah. Which uh, I didn't. I didn't have anything like that. We had. A, we had an auto shop, machine shop, but not. But half the size of this. Like a one. garage, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This
0: is like one of those schools that had an indoor pool. This thing's got like an assembly line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a full factory setup out there in the machine They're shop. They're pumping microwaves out the back. But so for P.E., yeah, a thing I've seen in movies a lot, but I've never seen in real life. I don't know if it exists. I went to a small school, but we had a pretty big
1: gymnasium. Have you ever seen a ceiling rope anywhere? <laughs> I'm so glad that there was <laughs> never a rope in my gym class because I'm not climbing no fucking rope to the ceiling. To Do you ceilings. know
0: anybody that's other than somebody doing like fireman training or going to camp who has yeah. to...
1: Yeah, maybe like a summer camp would have it. Like I know Silence of the Lambs had like a ropes course, but I've never seen a gym with a ceiling rope. Our our like our PE scene in this movie, in Cutting Class, is like this choreographed... You see all the kids bringing out the trampolines. Yeah. The high beam... uh oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. on a high beam, like a gymnastics class. <laughs> then they got the ropes dropping down and they're climbing... Yeah. When... then. <laughs> All my, indoors. And stuff. My PE class was go run around in a circle for an hour, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then maybe we'll set up a couple of nets and you'll hit a ball at each other. Like, what are these? Ours kids was like really normal. Doing? We had like we had a weight room. We had vo- some vol you know volleyball
0: nets that you could put into the court. You, it was that was normally a basketball I got court. Chipped. But we weren't bringing out the biggest thing we had. Instead of uh, a trampoline, we did have a setup for the high jump. So we had a big old blob mat, a big old full oh, old pad mat. The high jump was like the pole where you're like. We running did not have pole vault. This is okay. high jump, the one where you
1: run. Oh, okay. And ju- you just the run Fosbury and jump. flop. I got over it. Now. The- yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that thing with your back. Yeah, <laughs> the Fosbury flop. Is that the real <laughs> That's term? The term? Guess who didn't have a high jump in his high school? <laughs> you have to take a high jump class before you can high jump. You learn about the Fosbury flop. Nobody was offering us high jumping. Run in a circle. I was raised on a did. houseboat in Spain.
0: <laughs> <Ben>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, uh, the I, I love the look of all the the school gear. I love all the the, the looks of all the kids. Like you yeah. get a good group of high schoolers they got their cool PE clothes on. The guys are in the short basketball John Stockton shorts with the scoop tank top. The cheerleaders are in cute outfits. It's a well uh well done high school costumed movie. Yeah. And then Roddy McDowell tries to look up Jill Sholin's vagina oh, for the third time. Just, such so much so many inappropriate things happening. You get this. weird characters like the custodian who's like out to stop these murders and See? is really weird around the kids because he's the custodian.
1: I totally like I get. I almost like the custodian is a perfect example. I get what they're going for. Like Mm -hmm. they thought they were going to do like maybe like a better off dead type thing here. Yeah. Like I feel like they honestly, this movie thought it was going to be like a savage Steve Holland production. (laughs) Yeah. Like one hot summer, better off dead. Because this, this custodian is totally like the Vietnam vet. Sure. Like same jumpsuit. Same kind of manic mopping going on mm-hmm. wild eyes that that you see in those kind of movies, and all he does is just like say really inappropriately creepy things and then chase kids and it does doesn't really do well it for then you me. get
0: this weird I keep saying this movie turns because the whole time it's pretty clear that the killer's supposed to be either Brad Pitt or donovan leach, yeah yeah we're building up to the reveal of who is it gonna be and how's the story gonna reveal that the imdb description calls
1: this a whodunit a real whodunit it's a whodunit huh it it kind of is in a way well and the, again that's the potential they get you to think that it could be brad pitt committing these murders mm-hmm. at one point they kind of point the finger at jill sholin even a little bit. yes and then they almost convince you that this creepy kid donovan leach who clearly should be the killer yeah is the innocent one who's right. gonna get framed And I'm like, this is interesting. This is interesting. And then they throw in this weird wrench where you get
0: this insanely threatening, almost supernatural scene with the janitor Mm -hmm. that is both the coolest line in the movie and looking back at the end of the movie, the most like, wait, so we just kind of dropped this a lot, right? Where he's like getting in their face and yelling like, I'm the fucking custodian of your <laughs> destiny!
1: Yeah, the custodian. You're just like, like holy shit! Destiny. The custodian of my destiny's in the house. He's like, I'm the one you're gonna remember. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> is the movie about this guy now?
1: Like, yeah, is he the killer the whole time? Yeah,
0: it seemed like this big mid movie reveal McDowell?
1: that actually, this whole time,
0: it was the custodian picking off all the kids and, like, then Don Leach and Brad Pittalot. Could have been cool. And then it just goes back to kind of making him like a weird hero trying to stop the killer like the next time we see him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what was all that Custodian of Destiny talk well, like 20 minutes ago? Donovan Leach as the weird kid is like, I need to find the killer to clear my name and I'm, I'll team up with you, Jill Scholen. This is a cluttered flick, and then he just ends up being the fucking killer, anyways. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and it's just, and then he, and then he turns into this total like psycho. Then he starts doing the one-liners.
0: Oh, his okay, and
1: then he's just like, "I'm the best killer ever." That's me. Ah, I'm the The, killer. The (laughs) one-liners.
0: I feel for this man because these Uh. were some poorly. This is when the movie really.
1: Punched into the, the, like I said, these bad one-liners and punchlines with wait, no follow-through. When we were watching it and uh, the math equation comes up. Oh. And I'm yeah. just going, this dumb thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. We get one of those I lost stupid my patience like, with that. We get one of these dumb, like, if Scream were stupid <laughs> and the killers were like, instead of asking them cool horror movie trivia questions, they were like, all right, teach. Solve this math equation yeah. or die. Or, or die. And yeah, the scene starts up, and Charlie across the room goes, "Oh, this dumb bit,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this time waste." Uh, yeah, we just get this long, drawn-out series <laughs> it's one of, the, of of. All our right, so we're talking about killing.
0: never seeing a rope ceiling rope before. Everybody, please tell us your ceiling rope experience. I don't know if I'd be good or bad at climbing a rope. I assume bad. Oh, I'd be terrible. But maybe it's I one of those things a where you, uh, I can do pull-ups. You? Might. <laughs> well, I've done pull-ups before. Okay. Um, but that feels feels difficult to Ladies, climb a rope. I got no upper body strength. <laughs> <laughs> but was, so I, for some reason, my brain's like, could I climb a rope? But when somebody's climbing up a rope ladder on a helicopter, I'm always just thinking oh, yeah. I would be dead. I would not be getting up to that. That That's a 20-foot rope ladder. Even that sounds hard on a moving helicopter. So just a rope? Who am I? Was this,
1: pitfall? Well, and then, yeah, it's like, is it really the best idea to have just teenagers up 20 feet in the air? (laughs) Yeah, go up and touch this high cathedral ceiling of our gymnasium. No, there's no safety uh, equipment. You just hold on to the rope.
0: But, damn, once they were given Donovan Leach his one-liners and he gets to that math equation... The math equation is one of those train problems where it's like two trains are leaving, one from Chicago, one from Maryland. But one thing, A, I've never been given a trains problem. Mm-hmm. And every high that's the go-to high school equation is a two trains problem. I've never witnessed one in the wild. Trains go, trains meeting in the night. Trains meeting in the night. <laughs> and one thing I don't understand about these train, problems, I am good at math, but in the shows, it just assumes that I know how many miles Chicago is oh, from, dude, like... That's what I mean. They didn't even
1: try with this fucking math
0: problem. It's like, I don't know how far of a train ride it is from Chicago to Baltimore. I don't know. No. They didn't even An try. hour? Seven hours? I don't... How fast is the train going? And guess You don't what? say how fast the trains are going. Do trains run on a NEMA scale train speed? This is all... This... Stupid math problem that'll lead to
1: my death already has like four missing variables. Yeah, he doesn't give you any numbers. And also not interesting. (laughs) Also it's stupid. (laughs) Not interesting. The teacher just going like and then the whole thing you read through this long like two trains are leaving
0: and it just the camera's just showing this board and afterwards the teacher goes, Wait a minute. The solution is in the math problem. (laughs) Like it says at the end of the math problem, you have to pick the right answer or you die and he's like, he's given us the clues right here. It's like, yeah, that's what math problems are they're the they're the clues. It's bad like it's he's bad. just catch out It's like, well, this guy's gonna die he's He just figured out that it's a problem that he has to solve. This is bad. but Jill Sholin is so good through all these she treats all these scenes so seriously and so plausibly mm-hmm. That she is just and she's in a ton of the movie. She is our true heroine of
1: this picture. Pretty much, yeah. And I mean pretty. she is. She yes. is. <laughs> is is she just the best She makes this movie Is she just worth the worth best? watching? She's got sure. that
0: great uh like fusion of Winona Ryder with Phoebe Cates.
1: Oh yeah. And Definitely the, like a horror Phoebe Cates. Yeah, right? Phoebe
0: yeah. Cates did like a bunch of cool horror movies right around my
1: favorite era of horror, which is just a dream for me. <laughs> that sounds great. She can be the popular girl, but also be down to earth. Like I said, she this is a very grounded performance. Yeah. And in a movie that was not It's like the the cheerleader you can talk to, right? Mm-hmm. And uh no, she's great in this. She's yeah, so far she's three for three.
0: Yeah, she's so good in popcorn. And she's not playing the same person in these movies. I was just but gonna just,
1: say she's a very different like person, especially the babysitter and Yeah. Stranger We still got Back the stepfather,
0: and, we still got Curse Two, the uh, Bite. Curse Two We gotta we gotta bite. We gotta quicken these up. We gotta get through the show, and and I think we're gonna do it. She's just so good in this movie. I think she's I think she might be the best. I love her voice. I just mm. listened to her talk. I love her delivery and her acting style. I just think she's really good at, uh, I don't know, she makes these movies for me, and this movie needed this performance, but we still did get like, we got some good Brad Pitt too. Like I said, his part seemed almost entirely like a teen
1: drama. Well, and he was another part of the, kind of going back to like the preconception of what I thought this movie was going to be, is that my understanding was that Brad Pitt was like maybe a small part in this, or like... Like Andrew Dice I, Clay in Wacko, or yeah, or like, or just like the typical jock character.
0: I thought he was going to be the dumb jokey jock. So when they and give like, him oh, Brad Pitt being a dumb guy, sounds yeah. like it made me expect him in uh, Burn After Reading, Something as a like high that. schooler. You yeah, know? yeah, or just like
1: a typical kind of like high, high school role. Sure, but they give him all this to deal with, and he's, I mean, he's Brad Pitt. He's he's good. He ended up being a pretty good actor. He also gets like a. Cliff Booth style driving
0: sequence. It does Cliff get Booth ripping down Sunset and Beverly Boulevard. That was kind of weird. We like, get real We get Cliff Booth. We get Brad Pitt in Cutting Class just ripping through a suburban neighborhood and taking hard corners like he's going down Mulholland Drive. Totally. <laughs> it's so great. La Cienega. Nope, just some suburb. <laughs>
1: I'm on the way to my posh high school. That'd be yeah. That'd be like Quentin Tarantino. Like if I get to ask him something, he'd be like. Have you ever seen Cutting Class? <laughs> That's it. Did that influence I got you. driving sequences? I know what you I saw That's what you a were doing back, Quentin. Wasn't it? That was a callback.
0: But he also <laughs> does The only funny <laughs> thing, the the hardest He also carves I think, a
1: swastika into a guy's head <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> in this movie. No, the, no.
0: <laughs> the hardest I think I laughed. I don't think it was anything that was supposed to be a joke, but Brad Pitt going through, like you said, his implosion. Kind of throws like a pretty epic teen tantrum. Oh, yeah. Like a... It it, it was like Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American Summer.
1: 100%.
0: Like picking up the tray. He was just huffing and just like dragging his arms across surfaces and stomping. It was such a teen tantrum. Yeah. Like an all-time great one. And it was so funny because it was so like it felt like something in pen 15 mm. just a gawky teen just like dad <laughs> was such a weenie in that moment but so like he nailed it oh so good but do i like this movie oh yeah that was the question <laughs> It keeps making me dislike it there's so much stuff that i do like but i don't like a lot of the tone shifts and i don't like a lot of Donovan Leach's one-liners down the stretch. No. They're really like the science one. Well, you try. He suddenly Donovan Leech basically becomes the Joker. No, he
1: really like (laughs) But but the Joker with all bad writing puns. the, The final sequence, he like has a line for everything. Like even the train thing, it's like, but the line is so bad. The lines are like, well, we should tie it together with a pun. What
0: pun can we make from this? I don't know. Do people really listen to the ending of jokes? Yeah, right. It's no, like, he
1: talks about like, uh, I don't even want to get they're it.
0: They're all but... so bad. But it's like I said earlier, the knock, knock, you're dead. Yeah. And he always delivers them like that. Or one of them is just like, you know, he was spying on them from a stage. Mm-hmm. when we kind of realize when the movie seems like it is taking a more serious turn, again, you know, another one of those tricks the movie gives us where they find a... Uh, Donovan Leach's mental records, which they'd previously broken into the dangerous school to steal. <laughs> <laughs> the janitors is like, or the teacher uh, says, oh, "This is a dangerous place for you, for pretty girls to be running around." It's like the high school. This is the actual school the that you school. send us to. Yeah. <laughs> Every
1: teacher is just like. That's what I mean. Every joke just is doesn't hit. N- none of these jokes, none jokes of like none of the jokes that are supposed to be the jokes or the one liners. None of them are good. Yeah, there's this flat ending to this, him
0: spying on Brad Pitt and Jill Sholin, and she's making Brad Pitt read the police report mm-hmm. from when Donovan Leach was arrested. This is a good scene yeah. until the end of the scene, Dramatic. which is a dumb ending to a scene, because Brad, she's making Brad Pitt read this police report, and Brad Pitt is pretty much wanting to just distance himself. He feels guilty, but he does not want to be associated with this kid anymore. This kid like kind of talked him into... A, helping with a murder mm-hmm. and he is trying to not do that and <laughs> if I could just not if do I could that not right? help commit murders and he's finding out in this police report that Donovan leach had the chance to turn to sell him out and did not right Brad Pitt taught him how to cut brakes in a car they were car guys they were car teens yeah and so but it's like this is a like oh man this kid like actually so like did five years for Brad Pitt and is just trying to be his friend again. And now Brad Pitt's the jerk. Who... So it's this powerful scene. And then they leave the stage. And Donovan Lee just comes into view as if he was... St- standing behind a potted plant right there was no just room on right that stage there. it's like was
1: he hiding behind a table There was literally a set of drums right behind them then they hear the cymbal go off on the set of drums and're they like who's that? Where is that what is that <laughs> There's nowhere to hide it should have been right there and then the second they walk out of the room
0: he just pops into frame He's as like, if it's like I'm he would have been here. just standing right <laughs> next to them and then his the end the big ending scene fade to black line is to be or not to be. Eat me, Dwight. Yeah. (laughs) Like, woof. (laughs) This is your big killer? This is the guy?
1: Oh, he just. Oh, remember the hilarious bit about righty tighty lefty Lucy? Jeez, they act like that was just inventing the wheel. Like, this movie thinks they remember when I told you about that as a child? Like, that's a pretty common phrase. (laughs) But then he brings it back at the end. He's like, which is it? Righty-tighty or lefty-loosey. Right you
0: know? one tightens the crank. That's and the d- left one. Yeah, he's like making these weird cheaper <laughs> riddles. Yeah. <laughs> we get this really dumb version of the Motel Hell ending. Hmm. Instead of uh, Rory Calhoun wearing a pig's head fighting with chainsaws, him and uh, Brad Pitt are fighting with like plugged-in power sanders. Yes. As you do in, uh, in so shop class. as a guy who took shop... Mm -hmm. in our shop class we would all try out the sanders on each other's like arm (laughs) you know unless you were using like a super low grit you know low uh, number sandpaper it's just gonna be like ah you know like you're (laughs) goosing somebody by getting them on the elbow and so these guys are just doing locked in this crazy like the nick cage mandy chainsaw battle but it's just like this like Four inch diameter sanding plates yeah. on their sanders, but it's not played for comedy.
1: <laughs> no, I that am is a not... funny
0: person. I recognize jokes. This was them having a power tool battle, but yeah. they're like, well, we can't have them flipping chainsaws at each other. They're, they're teens. Uh, these grinders will do. And they're plugged in. So they're all just fighting like in like a Michael Jackson beat it circle. Yeah. These grinders, but the grinder battle is just two guys with their arms outstretched
1: holding grinders. Well, and then Jill Sholin has to go like, he's like unplug his grinder and, and oops, (laughs) she unplugs the wrong one. (laughs) It's all, it's this just a
0: bad machine. Like there's no cool like nail gun fight or anything. It's just all like falling into an empty box and getting power sanded, which again,
1: maybe if you held it on somebody, (laughs) it's a slow death. With most grades of sandpaper. But, like, Brad Pitt is a guy who, in this movie, does, like, a roundhouse <laughs> kick round- at a door. We get it. An and o- then he can't take out, like, this Donovan Leach character. I'm just like, just ninja kick the damn kid. We get a great
0: camera cutaway to a Brad Pitt uh, breaking into a window spin kick. Yeah. He's like, they're running from the killer, and they get to a locked door, and Brad Pitt jams. And then he does this, like, you know, leaping, spinning back heel kick. But they cut away about 80% of the way through. They cut away before contact the window to a little lower shot. And I'm like, God, I wish I saw how that kick ended. <laughs> I want to see how that first kick ended. How Brad's actual kick went. Yeah, yeah. I want to see where that foot ended up and if he fell. We do too quick of a cut and for the
1: for the point of collision. This movie should have had a blooper reel. <laughs> yeah. If, this, if there's any movie to have a blooper reel. But yeah, it's just like, it goes from comedy to then, yeah. Really real trying to do drama strong to drama. Then trying to do real horror, to then having some gore happen, to yeah. then just like back like, to pervy janitor. It's just like... It's a lot. You know what? I actually think I like this movie more before we started talk, talking about it. <laughs> this has I've gone kind of, down. I've kind of talked myself out of liking
0: this movie a little bit. Well, I guess a big question is, could you see yourself ever watching Cutting Class
1: again? Or if, or it would have to be so far in the future that you have no actual it's idea. It's going to be a while that. before I revisit Cutting Class. I've got other Jill Sholin movies to watch. True. I've got other uh, Brad Pitt movies to watch. <laughs> I've got other teen slasher movies. I probably got other Dirk Blocker movies if I go looking for them. Yeah,
0: we can probably find some others. So yeah, so all the people we love about it, and geez, even if you want Donovan Leach, watch The Blob. <laughs> sure, Blob came out The, the year before that The Nineteen eighty-eight blob, yeah. blob is an awesome horror movie. He's the town bad kid. Ooh.
1: He gets one of those lines. He, he really got typecast as the bad boy <laughs> he did huh? for a while. He gets one of, he's like British. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't really know him at all. Yeah. He was uh he was like a teen.
0: Heartthrob kind of thing, in around that time, he, he was in this he was in the the, the uh, Tiger Beats, you know your Bops, those kind of teen girl mags. Out in myself here with for being a yeah well, hung out with girls okay. as a teenager. I assume I assume <laughs> yeah he was probably. In these things? Well, he gets know. one of those. He doesn't get as many one liners in the Blob because it's a better movie. Yeah, right. but he gets he does get one of those. All right, I'm out of here. You guys will know where to find me. It's like, no, we don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like a high school tough guy. Nobody knows where you hang. That's funny. We're adults.
1: Yeah. I think with cutting class, I like all the parts, mm-hmm. and it, eh, but it doesn't add up to the It does not the assemble sum. the parts in the way I would have liked them.
0: Oh, I, I never mentioned our weird nudity shot. So Jill Shillin gets moments where she's like bending over in her underwear or holding an arm across boobs, you know. But our one actual nude shot is... Just a scene starts with a close-up on a faceless woman's breasts just, in the oh, locker yeah, room. The random tits. Just yeah. a shot of tits for one second, and then she moves, and then it's just a normal people fi- just finishing getting changing. It's such a... It, for, to me, that reads like, a well, we gotta have tits. We didn't write in the tits. Right, like You exactly. guys can't even figure out how to properly write in some tits to a cheerleader's changing scene. You're just like, ah, show these tits up front. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Put some art behind it. Put put a little uh-huh. craft into it here.
1: What are the tits' motivation? Put some steam in the <laughs> locker rooms. They're
0: shower adjacent. Come on, have you been in a high school gymnasium? It just <laughs> apparently I have not because none of this was familiar to me. I don't <laughs> think this movie quite cut it for me. Mm. I just don't think it's there. I, I can't. I'm I'm into. I'm glad we watched it and. I'll probably come back to it sooner than you, just for the Sholin. Okay, fair enough. I can see that. Um, but man, when you take like a, one of my favorite comic actors, like Martin Mole, and he's just doing these this we, you talk about weird tone. He's doing this weird zombie Frankenstein man shot by an arrow. He's been
1: shot by an arrow, and he's like trying to crawl back to civilization. The whole movie. It was this great. Is insta- this great instance of like, all right, we got Mole for two days.
0: How can we ride him into this movie? Yeah, right. He leaves at the beginning of the movie on a camping trip, drives out to one of those. You think you're going to get a good local bait and tackle, deep woods, you know, fishing trip interaction scene? <laughs> no. It's revealed later in the movie that he had to have driven upwards of like two minutes outside of town. Mm-hmm. There's a whole biology class trip with Jill and Brad Pitt and the whole group, right at the place where he was duck hunting. It's like, how far could... Th- and so then you get him trudging back into town, but really, it couldn't have been that far. No. It's such a weird bit blocks. that doesn't seem like it has any joke payoff. It's just... It's one of those things where the idea must be supposed to be what's funny. That's kind of the theme of this
1: whole we thing. We don't have
0: to write the joke.
1: It'll just seem like, funny to do this. The idea of the joke is there, and then there's no joke. Or there's no good execution <gasps> of the joke. And even our final our final line with Mole... Coming out of the woods, seeing <laughs> Jill Scholen. Yeah. All you gotta do if you're Martin Mull in this final line, all you gotta do is say, You're not cutting class <laughs> yeah. and you're out, right? <laughs> That's, That's the movie. It. Yeah. He they screw that up. He's like, I hope you're not cutting class, my dear. That would be you know, it's like and it's just Too like, many words. Yeah, then
0: burn no credits
1: just down. Like, but you you flubbed it. You flubbed it.
0: It's a it really feels like a lot of one takes were used and ah I get why this is a kind of cult movie and I get how it could be somebody's favorite movie. I get if this, you know, <laughs> depended on when you saw it or what, but it just seems like they fumbled so many things that could have made this four different kind of better movies. Yeah. Depending on which direction and which uh, angle they took. There were so many better movies here than what they got. And hey, making movies is hard. This guy made a whole movie. (laughs) You did it. He made an entire movie and we watched it and then watched it again to skim through. We did that for a thing a guy made. It happened. He'll always have that at least. (laughs) But no, Cutting Class is is good enough for the thing. I think I did go in with higher expectations. The love for it online does seem to be pretty strong within
1: that community. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but not for me It's a big sigh <laughs> Yeah that It was It was the Cy Richardson uh, shrug. shrug Yeah that was a sigh, sigh. Shrug I, I, I will say
0: The veneer Syndrome Blu-ray Looks great I'm sure this movie Has never looked better There's a cool bunch Of extras and stuff There's
1: like an interview With Jill Sholin In there Woo. Yeah yeah. So
0: that's already, it's cool, and it's it's up to their standards, and I get why some people like yeah. it, but... I'm not
1: trying to tread on vinegar syndrome. No, here. they They're, got a good thing going. They deserve the support. If you buy their stuff, you'll want to add this to that collection. This one, certain.
0: when they released it, was one that they released in a way higher release copy number than most of their stuff. Mm. And that, I think, always gets me hyped. That's always like, oh, this is one that they think is, is really- right. Right, right, right. So maybe so that went, sent me in with some high expectations, plus the cast, but the execution just, like you said, fell flat. It fell flat like Dirk Blocker doing a belly flop on the trampoline directly onto the spike. Probably the, the best part fall. of the movie. Yeah.
1: Dirk Blocker on the trampoline. At least we get that. You get the At knee socks. At least I get that. You get the
0: orthopedic gym shoes. You get the tight school t-shirt yeah. on Dirk Blocker. And you get those navy blue Sansa belt button shut PE teacher pants. And he's wearing them and he's jumping them. And you see those thighs and those calves. All right. Working. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Hold on. It, it's it,
1: another side of Dirk blocker. And I think, it's great. <laughs> think it came to this? I think it came to this. I've been, I've been thinking it's come to this for a while. <laughs>
0: I'm still on the fence, man. I'm I'm still trying to convince myself either way. But. I think now
1: you like it more than I do. <laughs> I think if we were. I reversed. just sold myself. With that I, yeah, dirt. I think you've been no. selling up. I've been have been <laughs> you've been buying low. I've been selling high. <sighs> I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Charlie. <laughs> Thanks. Good night, guys.